Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll never start on time, Mike, because we're trying to put a good show together out here. But we do need to start on time more. We just, we're setting a stigma for uh, uh, black shows everywhere that uh, we don't need to start on time. And that's not good enough. It's not good enough. Joel, I blame you. <laughs> You're the elder in the room, and you're dressed like a grandfather. So now, now, children, you. now, yeah. now. Yeah, that's how you look. You look like every. Hey, you should have wore that when my, Singletary was on. <laughs> hey, Single Singletary would have been like, "What a well-dressed gentleman! I can trust this guy." Hey, man, what's good, y'all? How y'all feeling? It's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. On today's episode, the Chicago Bears are in a once-in-a-lifetime position. But will they take advantage of it? We'll talk about that on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Let's go. What's happening, boys? Your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. We're joined by the squad in the building. We got, uh, of course, the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid, the man formerly known as Ringo J. Stefan Nadan, and as always, the super producer Joel Holt. Joining the show, he's uh, Mr. Holt today. (laughs) Hey, he definitely looks like it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. He a beautiful like day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Would you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> yeah. My naysayer. To... Won't you be I'm my not... naysayer? That's... Man, my that is not <laughs> what I. <laughs> Y'all got to hear this over at the house, man. The way that the, 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 the when the, when that beat hits, all this yeah. stuff coming in, you can hit, dude. It, that beat knocks in the car. <laughs> yeah, he, he got his own. He got his own house set up perfectly, dog. Yeah, I mean that's all I'm saying. We got to get the studio back in order. But uh, before we do week. that, we got to talk about this Chicago Bears team. I mean, listen, we're all off a little bit of a Bears high after yesterday's episode with Mike Singletary. If you haven't seen that, go check that out. I need y'all to also do me a favor: hit that like button, subscribe to the page, and leave that five star review. Y'all know what to do when we're on this show. You got to go ahead and. uh... Come on. Push the button. Took him a minute to find the button. You see that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on. Push your button. Roger Walker, he's he's silly. You heard what she said. And yes, Rodney, we do know about Noah (laughs) Kaniga. I can say that name on here. Oh, the K is not silent? That does not... No, the K is not silent. Or the K is silent, and they have made an absolute forced effort to say, you better say the K. I'm I'm not going. 
I'm not <laughs> going. It's not, no, it's Kobe not, Cockburn not, or, or whatever his name is. All I'm saying is this. Knife, not, what am I walking into? Knife, not, night. Come on now. Come on now. Stop playing. You know I just got to ask, as a white family, when do you decide to say, hey, you know what? This is probably not the best thing for us. It's like, hey, at what point show. do you like add a hyphen and make up something? Dude, that's like, generational. They get that. Hey, bro, it's in there. I'm not changing my name because it make you uncomfortable. I'm rolling with it. And, <laughs> and his son is an elite basketball player. So it's just Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. He's a real. Yeah. A nigga from three. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh god appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love to another episode man as you can see we're having fun on the show jordan jc joining the channel as well um what's good what's good with him over on the chicago bears breezy has been absolutely killing it p kid dominating over on the chicago bulls breeze as well mm -hmm. everybody yes, we, got, we got team efforts out here dog team efforts let's jump into the show boys because the Chicago Bears have been presented with a once-in-a-lifetime situation. And my God, I absolutely hope that they can take advantage of it. And what I mean by that is last week we did a show where we talked about how there's all these options available for the Chicago Bears. And we broke all of this down. And we Oh, we could draft this. We could trade here. We can make this happen. We could sell this guy. We Well, maybe not sell. Sell sounds crazy. We could, yeah. we could, we could move on from this guy. We could bring this guy in. But now you literally have an opportunity. And I've started my draft breakdowns. And when I tell you everything you need, you can get. And we're going to see what direction this organization really wants to go. Because you want a coach that's better than Flus? There's four of them out there. You want a quarterback that's different from Justin Fields? There's probably three of them out there. You want a now? I, I didn't notice. I said different, not better. I still think Justin's best option. But I, if you move away, you move away. Fine. You want better offensive tackles? They're out there. You want better centers? They're out there. You want a better three technique? It's out there. You want better safeties? They're out there. You want better linebackers? They're out there. The Chicago Bears not only are in a position right now where they have all the draft capital you could need. They have money. They have pieces that are already hitting. And on top of all of that. You have an opportunity to really tell your team that we're putting best above just good enough. And if you're willing to move on from Justin Fields, which I'm willing to say, all right, Ryan Poles, you go through all your evaluations. You want we when we don't believe Justin Fields is the best option at quarterback. All right, cool. You better not bring me back. Matt Eberflus is the best option as head coach because that's not out there right now. And you have an opportunity to go. Mike Vrabel got fired today. I have friends hey. that are Tennessee Titans fans that were like, what the heck? Damn. That's a big name. Shocked. That's a big I name. Yeah. And he I had his really hands shocked. tied. I mean, yeah. I, want, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. To me, the Chicago Bears are in a position right now that they've never been in before. And this is a offseason to me. And it's going to take some time. That's why we haven't heard any news. I don't expect to hear anything. If we, We're probably not hearing anything till like late tomorrow or, or late tonight, early in the morning, maybe tomorrow. We might hear something on uh, Getsy, maybe. I, I doubt it. Hey, but Brian has a way of dropping news at 12 o'clock, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, hear something what? on Getsy. That's yeah. why. That's why. That's why I got a. That's why I got my cup right here. Cause I'm gonna be up, baby. I'm. I'm. You gonna stay up all night. Emergency pods tonight. Emergency pods tonight. 
Yeah, I, I love okay, that I we guess haven't everybody heard got really anything. Oh, for you, I need to get my cup. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I knew something was going to happen. Something was going to shake. If it don't, we just was prepared. <laughs> it better be prepared and, and it not happen than not be prepared. <laughs> if it don't, I'm going to make something shake. <laughs> what were you saying, Joel? You said you said it, it, it's a situation of what? No, I'm saying I, I like to the degree that we hadn't heard anything yet. I mean, you should hear something on Monday. There's usually a press conference that comes out, and then they're doing their exit interviews and all this type of stuff. But what if they are really assessing everything? You know, is polls that that shrewd GM that we're that he seems to appear to be? You know, and you're right. The fact that you got Harbaugh out there, I was thinking about this man. Brian Flores, you know, when we talked to Singletary yesterday, my, mm. my thing was like, you know, a team is a reflection of its coach. Yeah. And he's aggressive. He had some success in Miami. They let him go and they kind of went in a different direction. But, you know, does he learn from that? But if, if we were to go somewhere else, you know, the type of coach, the type of attitude, the grit that we want. Because um, like I said, I mean, you know, Iberflus is cool, but I don't. I don't see this. That we're just gonna have a nice team. To me, it's, I want, I want someone that punches a team in the mouth. So I'm very excited to see. You know, Flores would be someone I, that I'll put on the radar. You know, I think this is the ultimate time. Just piggybacking off what you're saying, uh, Joe, for the Bears to finally get pieces that have pedigree. I think the going with the brand new head coach, brand new OC, and all that stuff on top of trying to—it's too yes. much new. Dudes, people trying to figure it out in this learning curve that you have to go through, right? Yeah, and so, like, when you you need some you need some veterans at at these key positions, and and I think that's really—it was cute. I'm not gonna say it was cute. I respect what he was trying to do. If Pose was actually allowed to hire this person, there's some ups and downs and pat you can actually like clarify that for me well courtney cronin uh, uh reported on the chicago bears podcast and i don't even think she she really realized she reported it um <laughs> y'all can see my face of the podcast when she said it i was oh that's gonna get clipped uh -oh. <laughs> um ryan Poles did <laughs> not hire matt eberflus uh that is that is what the the thought process has always been kind of around Hallis. i was i was against it uh, but according to her, um, you know, he kind of this is his first opportunity to put his stamp of approval or denial on Matt Eberflus. And if this is his first opportunity, that means that he was not the one who hired Matt Eberflus in the first mm. place. Yeah. But so you know Bigfoot Loch Ness, I think we look, we all kind of feel like. Hey, I, I, I see going with that everyone <laughs> needs the Bigfoot Loch Ness say everyone needs to stop getting their hopes up. Flus is coming back. Oh. He might, but I there's I'm, hope, huh? <laughs> I I didn't there's know you said Bigfoot Loch Ness. I thought that meant something. I didn't realize that was a commenter. <laughs> that I was an that actual was an old name in the chat. And hey. he was, the sweater brought it out of you. Hey, between that, oh, and the, where's Muck Muck? The general. At you okay? Okay, I was like, what point is he making? That's crazy. Bigfoot Loch Ness coming yeah. in to put the you know. Yeah, I, was, I, yeah, I thought you know I thought saying? that was like a. Uh, one of those old hip hop references from like the the 80s, you know what I mean? No, for real, I did. Bro. I, I was gonna roll with you, Joe, but I was like, Dad, hey, what that money? Was effects. Lies effects. Everybody Let's knows all fish have gills. <laughs> gills, 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 gills. I'm weak, but no, no I, yeah, I, I, I just, I feel like you know the Bears are in a situation, and and maybe Eberflus will come back. I'm not saying that that's not a, a scenario, but I think that. If you want to talk about signaling to your team that you're getting better, can you really say that there's not better out there? I can tell you 110% there are better yeah. head coaches 
than Matt Eberflus. Yes, out there. there are better head coaches yeah. that are defensive head coaches than Matt Eberflus out yeah, there yeah. right now. And I think, I think for me, right, and in my dream scenario, I, I, I literally want the Bears to get somebody that brings the attitude of we're, we're going to go out, we're going to win games, and while we're winning games, we're going to dominate. Like, to me, I, I think I think Harbaugh's a, a shoe in the lead because if you come back next season, M- Michigan's for sure going to get hit with, with some type of postseason ban. I'll, I'll rip. So, yeah. so um, I saw the video you were talking about the 125 million. I I don't think he I don't think he's gonna stay. Uh, I I truly don't think he's gonna stay for that. Now on the flip side, uh, hey, listen, he, he got 125 million reasons. I mean, to stay. I, mean I mean, hey, <laughs> but then I mean, I mean, if, he got a I national mean, championship now and he's got in Michigan. Yeah. He got 125. I think if, if you're the Bears, right, that shouldn't need, like that's what I said in my Harbaugh video. No matter mm-hmm. who the coach is, it's not just about Harbaugh. And like the video, if you agree, subscribe to the page. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys for showing love. It's not just about Harbaugh to me. You should not get outbid for somebody. I said this on the Bears pod. I said this on my video as well. Don't white socks this. <laughs> Don't sit there and say we put money in just to say we put money in. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. we're in on Manny Machado. You offered this man basically, uh, uh, what was it like, um, eighty-five million dollars with hey, the opportunity hey. to make hundred and eighty-five million dollars in incentives. Like nobody would ever take that, bro. When somebody's gonna give me hundred eighty-five million in pocket, don't try and make this cute. If you're serious, if you're going all in, if you're looking to be a serious, legitimate team, because there's better out there. Now's your opportunity to go get better. And guess what? There's probably not going to be another season where you're going to have this opportunity with this many legitimate big name head coaches of available to you. I was well, here, here's 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 my, my my thoughts on that is because you all talked actually you pointed it out yesterday with uh, the interview with Mike is I believe Pat you asked this question about, you know, what kind of direction do you want to see the Bears go in? He said, as long as they go in a direction where there's more edge on this team, and that starts at the top. I think that starts with coaching because we coaching kind of creates. That part, What's that? We all got real nervous on that part when he said that, too. He was like, yeah, yeah we had you, people that was on edge. I was like. I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know he's old school. But I think that you got to go in a direction where, you first of all, we need experience. No more no more uh, doing projects with newly hired coaches, new OCs, new DCs. We need somebody that actually knows what they're talking about, knows what they're doing, has a track record of winning. And again, we talk about Jim. Now that we see he's won the national championship in college, he's done it on all levels. He's a great, successful coach in college. He's a great, successful coach when he was with San Francisco. He's been a player. He has ties to the team. It just makes so much sense. But even if you don't go in that direction, you can still see them talking to like a Mike Vrabel who has an over 500 record and got fired. And we're still talk- talking about Eberflus still being here. So perhaps they're waiting to see if he can state a case as to how he can save his job. But I think if we do go in a direction, a new direction, we have to get somebody with real experience in the league. Yeah, well, I would say this. Is- he might he he might get insulated because mm-hmm. if he's. Uh, you're talking about a potentially getting a new OC and a DC. Yep. Yep. With yeah. So you might let, let's just take, for example, when Lovey was here, we had Chico and Chico was there. They were a, a more aggressive defense. He leaves. 
That defense isn't as aggressive. Or you take the Lions, for example. Ben Johnson's getting a lot of credit. Ben Johnson is just as synonymous as Dan Campbell. So it, it could be it could be that we're we have Eberflus, but now we got the high coordinator. What I hate is that because we hired someone like Eberflus, if we if we got a hot offensive coordinator, they might take their offense and leave, and we're not having that continuity. Mm. So to me, uh, are we basically will we be getting someone that's hot in this tree of this offense, or are we talking about redoing our whole offense again? Hopefully wait, not. Wait, what are you wait? What are you talking about? Real quick, what are you talking about? Uh, take the offensive lead. You talk about uh, you you talking about like uh Ben Johnson's system, like like um like Mike Mike um Brian like Dable Shanahan and Bills like when when Kyle Shanahan. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm following yeah. you. Okay, okay. Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta, they went to the Super Bowl. He leaves. Steve Sarkeesian's there. That offense doesn't exist anymore, and it's a whole totally different offense in Atlanta. Yeah. He goes to San Francisco. He is the guy, and they've had a measure of success the whole time that Shanahan's been there, minus quarterback injuries and things of that nature. So my problem is, yeah, we get ahead. Now you're, it's kind of like the Belichick thing. He goes wherever his offensive coordinators go, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he had Charlie Weiss, then Charlie Weiss leaves. He gets uh, Bill, I uh, think, O'Brien, right? He had the most success with Josh McDaniels. And, you know, McDaniels is here. They're doing pretty good. Then he leaves. They're whatever. He might save his job and bring McDaniels back. So that's our problem. We're going to get stuck with this coach who's just here because he's going to – is he a great leader of organizing this team together? Yeah. So I'm, I'd rather have Harbaugh and start fresh. But it sounds like if we end up keeping Harbaugh – I mean, uh, Eberflus, we have actually a good shot of possibly getting – maybe we have a more experienced OC coming and a D.C., and hey. give us those, those yeah. attitudes, Greg Roman. But, but, I, I honestly, uh, but see, that's why. Go ahead. Oh yeah, nah, but yeah, but even to piggyback off of that point, that's what I'm talking about, right? Like Har Harbaugh, Harbaugh is the flashy hire, but he he'll also resonate with the guys in the building because he has that winning pedigree on the next level. But not only that, he's like I said, he's going to bring that attitude that. They need to turn around and win games. Like the the way Michigan's defense played yesterday, Washington yeah. had the best offensive line in the nation. Uh, Penix, uh, like like kid with like kid was saying, he likes Penix. Rib shattered too. The, but. the, the issue is he he didn't get touched basically all season until he played that game. Yeah. So, so it's literally you look you look at that compared to what they got on the D line, and then you look at what. The Lions have done with with Ben Johnson in that system, bringing that attitude of "Hey, we're gonna run the ball and keep uh, our foot on their necks." Um, it, it's Pat was saying in a Harbaugh video that that's what the Bears need. That, you need that's, somebody that's, that's gonna be aggressive. That's what the Bears need this. You, we want points we want of continuity uh, for me. If y'all, if you all. Uh, Remember what Mike Singletary was saying. He was talking about Justin. He was talking about how QB could pick up negative. He wasn't talking about Justin, but he was talking about how QB could pick up negative habits, bad habits. Yeah. Right? Basically, all because of his system and stuff like that. And I looked at that, and that's really what the situation is for Justin. And it's a sad situation. I can see you using it as a way to kind of transition out of him. To go back to the topic of everything, like the once in a lifetime situation, we are, are in the once in a lifetime situation to totally reset after already being in a situation where we reset on all levels and still be successful. The reason I look at John Harbaugh as the person that I would really want is simply because he does one thing for our team that I think will speak uh, volumes. It's not just a pedigree that he had as a player and things of that nature. We have, uh, I think statistically, we were the third youngest team in the league. 
uh, oh, yeah. outside of uh, oh, yeah. Green Bay, I forget who's number two, but Green Bay's one. Whoever, so we're, we're, we're top five youngest team in the league. Mm-hmm. What does John Harbaugh know how to do really well? He, he resonates. He resonates with the young guys. With Belichick, which Belichick, Belichick has a problem doing that. Yeah. So he not only oh, yeah. knows how to speak to a younger crowd, he actually can coach these young. They can respect him because he knows how to bridge that gap between his his generation and their generation. Seeing that he's won recently in college. Outside of that, if they go with a new QB, he now knows how to put that QB in a better situation because, again, he knows how the college game is played more recently as everything. And the NFL was leaning toward more of a college game, as most people would say, because these kids are coming in expecting to to produce right away. So Jim is actually one of those people who actually, I think, is the best fit for us because we have the number one pick, we have the number nine pick. If we totally reset from a QB perspective and we grab him, we now have the best opportunity to not only develop someone with good habits, but someone who actually can speak to that and resonate with them. And I don't think the older coaches can do that like he can. I'm not saying they're not great coaches, but he has that unique perspective, I think, when it comes into this situation. That's why I'm like, yeah, we need to go grab him. One quick thing I want to say, too. Our, Harbaugh was at with been at Michigan for a long time. He's gotten a look at Justin. Yeah, he played against Justin. Uh, so, beat by Justin. Yeah, beat by Justin. Even if even if you say, "Hey, hey, let's keep Justin," I he he turned JJ McCarthy and K McNair into something to at least get them to to the college football playoff. I I think he turned he JJ did. McCarthy into a champion. I don't know what the heck that so, is. So I, I got a good <laughs> Um, my thing with what I see in Jim is that it's it's more about pro- clearly he can build a team, he can build a staff. The man yeah. didn't coach for a couple of games and they still won. Still won. So his staff yeah. is capable. He clearly has a, a a defense he wants to run, and he has had success with that. That's what I like about him. Uh, uh, shout out to Drew. He said rumors Warren is making polls keep loose. That that would suck. Um, but then another one I wanted to get to was uh, B Dog. I'm not. I hear you. Like no, we all. This is all conjecture. We're all talking because we would love, you know, f- some changes around here. But I think if you can win with Fields, and you know, I don't think it. Or if we have to move off from Fields, fine with that. I like how uh, Roland Roland realizes uh, his his chat. He said that Jim Harbaugh coach Andrew Luck, Alex Smith, Kaepernick, and hasn't hasn't Harbaugh proven enough to be a quarterback whisper. It's like clearly yeah. he he can Bro, he can I'm, win I'm with a quarterback and figure mm-hmm. out his but strengths. The thing is, right? I think I think the thing is with the Bears and the question with the Bears is going to be: Are you are you going to make him an offer that he can't refuse? That's the hard part, right? Like, it's <laughs> one hundred twenty-five million dollars on the table, yeah. and if he signs it, he can't leave college. He's in college. He's there for the next ten years. He he can't come to the NFL. That's, it's a that's, po- it's a postseason ban that's about to happen though. Even so, that it's one hundred twenty-five million dollars, bro. It's not a lot of places you, you don't can go and get one hundred twenty-five million dollars. <laughs> I'm not I'm not finna sit there for two years and I know we got a good team and we can't go. Hey, because, listen. Hey. I do it for one hundred twenty-five million dollars. All I'm saying is, there's hundred money, baby. But the point, the point, the point of <laughs> it all kind of... is, right? You got to make it so that that okay. Guess what? You you come here, uh, seventeen million dollars a year, uh, is the going is what veteran head coaches are getting paid in the NFL now. That's crazy. Uh, I'll give you seventeen to to twenty million dollars a year, and uh, you can 
You can do what you want to do. You can come up in here and you can keep Justin. You can get rid of Justin. That's up to you, right? But I think that when you look at Jim Harbaugh and you look at kind of what he's done at every stop, I don't even, for me, it's not even Jim Harbaugh. It's just go out and get the best that you can get. Because listen, Jim, my, my thing is, if you're the Chicago Bears, was the reasoning for you not paying people before Ted Phillips? Or mm. is it the McCaskey? Because the Bears were going to go get Nick Saban. The Bears mm. were ready to go, flew in. They, they were ready to go sign Nick Saban to a long-term contract, and Nick Saban was willing to come here. And Ted Phillips said no. So who's in control? Is, is there going to be a difference in your regime, a difference in your organization now that there are different voices in the building. And I'm going to be honest with you. Courtney Cronin said this on the Chicago Bears podcast. Tune in with us over on there as well. And I think that this is very true. Uh, Kevin Warren don't like Jim Harbaugh. He, he just doesn't, right? It's it's, it's well reported. When, when he like he, 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 I got to understand this. I don't. Wh why doesn't he like him? What because happened? Jim Harbaugh don't like to listen. Because Jim Harbaugh come into the building and he go, I've got yeah. the biggest Johnson. He said he, he can't deal with that pecking And then Kevin order. Warren's like, well, actually, I do. And then, then now you got a pissing contest. But Kevin Warren, it's guess what? You focus on getting the stadium. Let him bring him in. Let him coach. Yeah, but here's you the thing. Jim yeah, Harbaugh, don't, Jim, Jim Harbaugh on, is in it. He's, he's a guy that he wants his hands in everything. He's He wants to be involved in everything. And so you have to be able to deal with that. Hey, but, Jim, baby, I'm paying you enough money to focus on that field. Hey, listen, the stadium and, is my job. And, and his, <laughs> Your and, job, I do my and job. Here, and here's the thing. It sounds great, but that's not the dynamic. That's not how it works, right? Everybody's got to – you got to manage the personalities it, it, too. So well, here's the thing: bring, if Kevin if, if Kevin Jim Warren is if Kevin Warren is smart enough, then he knows that he he's going to at least consider having Jim come in here. That that wouldn't be a smart decision. That's just not good business if you're going to sit there and say, "Oh, well, we're we're at odds, so I'm not even going to consider him for the job." Well, I think it would be a I think it would be a situation like Courtney said, uh, where Kevin got out of the way and let Ryan make his decision. Yeah, if Ryan Poles chooses to say, and and some people have reported, and I think. Uh, I don't know, a little irresponsible of me that there's just this blank check for whoever, whatever head coach they want to go get. Uh, mm. I don't know if I believe that because wow. I've watched Bears football here my entire life. That's different. Um, that's so different. I doubt that there's just a blank check sitting there. This is the thing. So right now, Harbaugh is definitely on some like, you need me more than I need you. Like 100. They're, they're definitely, they're definitely That's going to probably have to outbid Vegas to get. Well, it, it, here's the thing: you shouldn't. I'm not just saying you got to outbid Michigan. There should literally be you're choose you're choosing not to come here. And that's all I ask of the Bears. Because guess what? Jim can still say, "No, nah, I don't want to come back. I don't want to deal with that pressure." I had right. to develop a quarterback in Chicago for the first time since. Ever, uh, yeah, I mean, like <laughs> since ever, and and I'm the one that's got to do that, and I got to deal with the pressure of being the guy that was here, and I was supposed to be the next guy, and I, like, nah, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. I want to leave, but but the money shouldn't be the issue. The money shouldn't be, be what's holding you back from doing that. You shouldn't be going out here looking at Ben Johnson and saying, "Oh, we can get him for four million dollars." Because he's a coordinator, he's a first-time head coach. I want you to be in on people that I believe that that you believe are actually going to make a winning impact here. And I think mm -hmm. for you to do that, 
You got to pay big money. Guess what? You got to pay for the Mike Vrabels. You got to pay for the Jim Harbaugh's. You got to pay for, even if it's your coordinator position. The you coordinators that are out there that are probably, I, I think Eric Bieniemy, unfortunately, is going to end up being a lifelong coordinator. I don't know what it is about the interview process. I don't know if people yeah. just don't like him. I don't know if he's too I, I, old I th- school. I think that's just Washington, though. Like, bro, bro, remember? Nah, bro. No, we ain't even no. heard his name. He had some other opportunities. We haven't even heard his name this year in head coaching conversation. What I what I would hate is you brought up a really good point know. about Ted Phillips. Ted Phillips, the way he was a finance guy, right? I think he worked. Yeah, his he was way all up. about the Benjamin. Right. So the problem is, is that you you we might need to look at it and step away from it from a fan's perspective. And the, most of these owners, they all pretty much are doing the same thing. As long as they're selling out, I mean they like because the, it doesn't make sense to have that like you have this bean counter mentality we're getting this coordinated for cheap but you know what we know that we got concessions we know we got sellouts we're selling these we know we got something why do we need to pay more money if we're going to get the same result if if it's four yeah. extra games for you right it's four extra games to go to the super bowl and you get two extra i think it's two extra if you make it in the playoffs and have home field advantage yeah so it might be it might be to them like, hey, the, the trick is on us. We keep watching and coming back. We know we're going to sell. It's just like the Cubs. You know, they always sold out. Yeah. Can just I, the can, poverty franchise. Can I switch to a different you watch uh, your mouth, individual man. real quick? A different uh, one? I want to switch to Ryan Pose because ultimately we have money and free uh, money. We have cap space. We have free agency. We have uh, we have the draft. We, we can have that conversation to the cows come on. But. There's some people who are who are going to be free agents that I think would really help because we are so young. And my biggest thing has always been getting more weapons for Justin, whether that be through the draft or whether that be whether that be in free agency. Uh, Mike names like Mike Williams come up, Hollywood Brown comes up, all that stuff. How do you all feel about that? Because in, in interestingly enough, like I know we can get one top receiver for out of this draft potentially, but how do you fill out your third? Four or five option on that situation. You ain't getting it. Well, I'm not. I'm not worried about the yeah. third, fourth, fifth option. I'm worried about. I'm worried about three. Yeah, I mean, and listen, depending on the quarterback you get, you're bringing in a rookie here. You might not get the three. You know I mean, what I mean? I would. I would like. Um, yeah, I know how I feel. I, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is a generational there you go. talent. That's the focal I don't think point. you can pass him up. I think, yeah. hey, but 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 Pat, he's a generational talent at two or three million dollars for four years. Yeah, no, facts. I, <laughs> like, I think exactly. I think that's how you nope. fix that. I I I'm I'm all in on draft Marvin Harrison Jr. at like three. Like, don't let don't let don't get ahead of uh, Arizona because I believe they're four now. Um, don't get ahead of Arizona or don't get behind Arizona. Move back to three. Take Marvin Harrison Jr. He's an elite player. Get you all the players that you can get. Uh, I would like to see you oh, be able go. to still go out there and find a way to get a tackle. Maybe you you work that into some of the picks. Um, I, I, gotta, I like the, I like I, the I, idea I, of trading down twice. You I know, get, before. I get. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get what, I get what everyone says about, uh, what's our boy from uh, Washington? Odunes? Oh, Terry Oh, Odunze. oh Romeo? Oh, no, Romeo Odunes? No, Odunze. Odunze? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, Romeo. Yeah, Rome, he, he's okay. decent. Hey, look, didn't have a good Mike. showing yesterday, though. Hey, 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 yeah, he hey, made a great catch. Hey, I, I, I will say, Michigan yeah. had one of the top man-to-man corners. They went head up. Hey, I, I could care less. You can and see he, a clear yeah, difference. He, yeah, and, I, and it's MHJ. been all season. Like we, I like Odunze, but I feel oh, yeah. like and, and, and he people up. have talked themselves out of how good Marvin Harrison Jr. is. Mm-hmm. People have literally talked themselves out of how good they're like, nah, I don't, you know, I mean, listen, he doesn't have the footwork here and look at how he attacks them. And it's like when the ball go up in the air and it come down and it's a dude hanging off his back, he catch it. I mean, but the, but that's the, all I care the about. about Thanks, Drew B. Like, the thing about that is, though, we said that he has the problem that um, that that Justin Jefferson had. Because because I I, I I always make the point. They said he he sat out because of COVID, and they yeah. said yeah his 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 tape was good enough. He was still going three. And I see. Listen, I see like, all. So, I see so all that, the names they're, they're, they're just, they're just like, Hey, I see all the names y'all got in here. Neighbors, Johnson, all of that. No, no. Marvin, Marvin Harris is a ridiculous dude. gap. I'm going to just say this because I, I do see these names. I also see people say you don't waste money on a receiver. Everyone says that until you realize in the middle of the season you don't have enough weapons. Well, I right? will say this. And there's enough, are, enough teams that have built that built themselves up where they have two or two or three yeah, <laughs> weapons. I was like, that, that threw me off. I was like, <laughs> I, hey, I say, I say this, bro. I say this. Um, the, the the funny thing about it is. No one when says I, Joe Burrow has too many weapons. When when I look at uh, uh, um, the wide receiver position, y'all notice it's kind of becoming the running back position. <laughs> yeah, <What was> it? <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of becoming that running back position where uh, there's there's what? so many of them dudes that we we gonna be like, hey man, I don't need to pay you. I can go get that guy who's also really good. Yeah, or, or I can go get that guy who's I, the third understudy who's I, also I, really I good. I think the, uh, the approach to how you build a team is changing. And that's just happening across the board. The approach to football is changing because the game is changing. Um, and I think that's something we might have to embrace because at the end of the day, uh, teams are, are loading up two, three, four weapons at this particular point. And the ones that don't have it, you see it. Like Patrick Mahomes, when he had Tariq Hill, he had, uh, hey. he had his all-star. He had the top three tight end of all You're time. Telling you big like difference. You can't, yep. say, you can't say nothing about that, right? But it yeah. don't we, look the same without that. Nah, but we, but we, always, we always leave out the facts about the offensive line, though. No, we always no, no, say no, that, but he did win a Super Bowl without him. Remember, they, they both remember, fellas, it depends on the scheme that we're running. We got a yeah. draft of the scheme. Like, everybody's still o- overlooking the fact, like, you saw, did you see the impact that Aaron Jones had against the Bears last Man. week? Because he'd been out most of the year. They probably yeah. are a better team when he's there. They have two running backs, Dylan and Jones, and they, they complement each other, right? You got a running back that's a dual threat that can catch. Mm-hmm. And 
we don't have those players yet to fit this scheme. So, yeah, we can go out and get in, uh, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., but it's still the fact that we still need line, O-linemen. We need O-line, but we don't have the other guys at the safety valves. You know, well, so I think I this think draft the, has that though, especially the, I, I agree it has and in a second round. We have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. You ain't got you ain't got to pick your O line and with the first two picks, uh, first like number one and number nine. You don't have to do that. There's yeah, enough O linemen in this draft to go later in this draft. Absolutely, yeah, it's I, I, I feel I like linemen's gonna be I'm here on the fence with that yeah. because there's actually a number of uh O linemen that you, I mean, if you're talking about the most talented O linemen, then you do want to go with that second pick, maybe trying to get either Latham, all of whoever's there. Maybe you go that route, but yeah, they're, they're like the centers are the ones that I'm looking at in the second round. Hey, I'm with you. I'm not, I don't, I don't necessarily want to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't think that we can barely get the ball to DJ Moore as it is and, and our own tight end. If we can't even get the line to protect, you know, we're not even, we weren't even using Mooney as a true slot player, you know, slot. Yeah, but receiver. I think, I think that's going to change uh, after this season. Because, well, you hope that you hire the right guy because I feel like Getsy's the one that's going to be gone. Chop, chop, like, chop. like, like, if Luke Getze is the one that's gone, now you're running a different offensive system. Now, is he, is Justin Fields tied to Getze? Is is Justin Fields sticking around past Getze? Are you going to have him learn a third offensive system in four years in in his NFL no, career? I don't know. It, it's keep the hopefully. That's the thing, right? Is that the hard decision? Do we move on from Justin? Period. Because now he has. It's almost like him being a rookie. Or are we finding a coordinator that? fits the same are we keeping the same oh you have to that that's that's the that's the part that you can't you can't bring somebody in that doesn't walk in and say hey can you do this yeah do it and justin just goes oh okay (laughs) yeah i mean and and i i need to address this as well and tommy waddle address this and uh i I need to address some idiots real quick Uh oh Water was getting water oh, got busy. I, I need to address some idiots real quick because because he's hundred percent right. Y'all see this part? See, I don't like I don't like this. Hold on, let me let me. I don't have a file. There we go. Right, y'all y'all see this? <laughs> y'all see this part here where it says impose we trust, and I see that all over Twitter. Oh, I trust Ryan Pose to do the right thing. He's gonna keep Justin. I trust Ryan Pose to do the right thing. He's gonna go get us a quarterback. I trust. But but you, you all you doing is trusting Ryan Pose to do what you want to do and you know what you're not a gm what <laughs> I mean, yeah they are you, I you mean, can put a hat on you're mad you're not a gm and this is this kills me right because the trust the polls is based on if he does what i want him to do y'all sound dumb y'all sound dumb do you trust ryan polls or not do you believe that Ryan Poles can make the right decision or not? And it's it's not this is not directed at anybody specific except the people that are idiots. Guess what? If Ryan Poles comes out tomorrow and says we're trading Justin Fields, we don't believe he's the quarterback of our future. I'm gonna go. Ah, I don't agree with that, but I trust you. It's called trust. Do I yeah. like it? No. Am I gonna be upset about it? Sure. Am I gonna feel like ah man? I feel like we're missing out on something here. I but I trust my GM. You want to know why? Because he's been here two years and three years ago. I had a GM that was literally just a hair model that would come out once a month, just be like, <laughs> well, you know, the sky's blue and water's wet and the water's green sometimes. Man, peeking the through the door. And then, like, who who cares? What like three years ago, this franchise, I need y'all to understand three years ago, we had no hope for the next 10 years. 
That man nope. come out with his glasses on. You thought he was he was a runway model, didn't you? Bro, yeah. Three years ago, <laughs> we had no hope for the next ten years. Legitimately, we had paid Ryan. Uh, we had paid Khalil Mack. Uh, uh, we were going to pay Roquan Smith. You were going to have to figure out how to. We had Allen Robinson on the team. You had Mitch. You had already missed on the quarterback. You were too good to suck to go get another quarterback. Your offensive line was in shambles. Your defensive line was getting old. You had no hope. In two years, you got hope. So whatever decision Ryan Poles makes, do mm -hmm. I trust him right now? A hundred percent. Now, mm -hmm. it's the results-based yeah. business. If we get to the end of next season and we got less wins than we got coming out of this season, all right, now I got some questions. What's going on? What happened here? Is this because of injury? Is this because, right, like that? that's different. But you're sitting here and you're basing your trust off of whether Ryan Poles does what you want him to do. And I'm somebody that got egg on his face. You want to know why? Because I said, Ryan Poles, you need to go save Chase Claypool from, from the Steelers. And two days later, he actually did it. Oh, I was a king. I was in the YouTube spaces. Guess what? That video's still getting laughing emojis. He just dropped a pass to win the game the other day. Laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji. Funny part about that video is that I cut out the next part where Joel is like just creeping underneath the camera. I don't know what that was. Like, we, we saw you. For the, for the record, I was. <laughs> we not, saw you. We good. saw you, Joe. I wasn't high on the Chase Claypool, by the way. I was like, I wouldn't do it. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't want that. Hey, wait, I hey, was. I'm not even going front. I was. He didn't waffled on that. When the trade went down, he was in on the Claypool trade. No, 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 no. And then yeah. once it turned bad, he was like, I never was good. I was never let, big. Let me, let me, let me, <laughs> let me stay for the for the record. Yeah, when you first brought it up, when you brought it up, I was like, you was I out on do that. Then when we got him, I'm like, well, it ain't gonna work because it's hard for someone to trade in season. So let's see what he does in this coming up year. So I was I was in, uh, kind of excited that we got a six foot four, 230, 40 pound, you know, 20 pound receiver. Yeah. It's disappointing it didn't work out. But I'm like, if Pittsburgh's gonna move on from it, then that means that means something, you know. But when Ryan we got him, like hopefully it worked. Ryan Poles has gotten us six starters in the draft, some of them late. Uh technically, he's also gotten us two swing guys if you count Terrell Smith. And uh Bayless Jones. That I don't I don't I don't what are you I don't doing, like Joe? Joe, <laughs> Joe trying to he, Joe trying to put this the, right here. He, he wants to show his graphic off. He's got <laughs> us legitimately <laughs> right. Jaquan Brisker. Joe don't even have one of the starters on here. Jaquan Brisker, Tyreek Stevenson, Kyler Gordon, Jack Sanborn. Everybody forgets about Jack Sanborn. Jack Sanborn, probably one of the smartest people on the team, got him undrafted. Tevin Jenkins is previous. Mm -hmm. Got you Braxton Jones. Whether we like Braxton Jones or not, he's a fifth-round pick that is over-accentuated uh, or, or, or over uh, 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 overachieved. Thank you, kid. Uh, you need to put uh, Eddie Jackson you, in the red, by the way. for him to do? Uh, he got green. you a right tackle in this draft. Like, how can you not trust this dude? And 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 it, to me, it's it's the dumbest thing in the world when people are like, I literally seen people under videos. I trust Ryan Poles as long as he keeps Justin Fields. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. What do you I trust Ryan Poles as long as he keeps my favorite quarterback? Go cheer for him on another team then, because I trust the dude that's building the Chicago Bears. And I, I don't do the whole everybody. I, I, that's a mic drop right there. We go ahead and end the show. It's, 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 it's a lot of people out here that uh, that uh, <laughs> that that's trying to force me. Like you gonna cheer for Justin on another team if he get traded? I'm gonna cheer for that team. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. If, well, if you want to, I, 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 I'm, I'm not that at, guy. At the end of the day, we're Bears fans, right? We want to. This I, he appears to be a controlled smart I'm not. GM. 
So my preference, I I say build the team up like a Kansas City squad. Yeah. If if Fields works, or even if he never achieves the level you want that that you want him to be, well then you can either trade him after next year because you only you don't have to pay him. You don't have to pay him for two years. Yeah. So or he's in even a better situation. Not only did Fields play enough to make everybody like uh, appreciate him. So not only do we get the first with the ninth pick and now we can trade down that first, you might, you might even get a first round. If not, we definitely said a second, if not third for Justin, but now his value yeah, increased. That's the range. He might actually get a first round for him. Like he's, you talking about win, 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 yeah. curve everything else. <laughs> uh, but you know, in the sense uh, of also the coaches, I'm with let's see what you did that. there. You like that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is incredible. Just sweater on too tight. <laughs> i'm just saying but the but the whole point is that you got hardball or some great coaches that are coming available with all these picks uh potential but you still got to hit you still got to you know but his scouting seems to be solid except for the mccaskey guys that's in the re- receiver room that's it that's it uh, I, I mean yeah we got to get we got to get rid of well i i'm not gonna lie to you here's here's uh another another failure uh, and and uh, I don't know if this is on Luke Getzey or not, but uh, Luke Getzey was a coach on uh, the, what is it, the college football, like when they do like the all-star game for college at the oh, end of the, the year. Uh, the uh, senior bowl. The senior bowl. He's the coach for the senior bowl. Guess who was on his team uh, along with Tyler Scott? Romeo Dobbs, who was taken after Tyler Scott. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Martavius Wicks? Oh, oh yeah, from the Packers. From yeah. the Packers, yeah, he Who also was on his team. Killed so we this. had a dude there that got an up close and personal look at all of these guys, and he picked Tyler Scott. And oh, by the way, he's given all of Darnell Mooney, the guy who we kind of trust a little bit more, and thought that Justin had this great relationship with. He's given all of the the uh, responsibilities that Darnell Mooney had last year to Tyler Scott. Like he's given them to his guy. And guess what? Hasn't really proven anything this year. I'll play a little devil's advocate just because he hasn't played that well this year. Um, Tyler hasn't proven anything either, but I think it's kind of noticeable that Darnell is kind of on the on the outskirts. Y'all right, y'all right, y'all right. My bad, my bad, my bad. It was Jaden Reed, not Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, Jaden Reed was right after. Dobbs is the second year. Oh, Dobbs was last year. Okay, he's right, one hundred percent. I believe. I believe we took Valus over Dobbs, though. Am I mistaken on that, or was was he before the fact that we took Valus over anybody? uh, (laughs) Valus over. Well, I mean, Valus in college was nice. (laughs) He was just an older, older. uh, Valus was a kid. My my G, my G, Valus should have been one ninety nine. No, you're only saying that. You're looking at it from the standpoint of how bad he is now, but I'm saying from out of out of college, he was a very good player. No, no, no. On the draft night, Pat, what did I say? He was a kick returner. Pat, what did I say? No, nah, he was a good receiver in Tennessee. I was like, actually, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In college, you just went, who? Who? <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> or on draft night, I should say, you went, who? I went, who? I was, hey, the whole chat was like, who's this guy? I remember it vividly because I'm like, out of all the names we had, we said, yeah. M? Valus, Valus was an interesting pick. He was like 26 bro. years old. Now, listen, so, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he's I an older, like, older prospect. I like Tyler Scott, but Tyler Scott got the same issue right now that he had in college. Tyler Scott, great feet off of the line. Can really, like, he, Tyler Scott has all the makeup to be a good wide receiver. He can get off the line. He, he can create separation. Quick. He's got great he's speed. But when the ball, not even that, because he's so fast. Yeah, yeah as long he, as you don't get killed, which is technically it's illegal to do. Uh, 
you know, he should survive. But he got to catch the ball when it hit him in the hands. I think that um, I think back to the pole situation. L- let's relax, to... Joe. <laughs> huh? oh. Not you. He's he looking at the chat. Let's oh. relax. I would say, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I would. The thing is, that was that, also a pause, though. The poll situation. That, that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> well, what we've seen from Ryan polls, yeah, yeah, yeah is go. that I don't think he's going to do. He hasn't done anything traditional. So, like, everybody's all, like, everybody's clamoring for MHJ. Clearly, I think they're going to do some – he might do some different stuff. Like, he's done it – the first year he drafted a cornerback and a safety that no one expected, and he did the best he could with two two second-rounders. He traded out his number one pick to move down to, to nine and then to ten, you know. Yeah. So, we don't know what he's – he might do some – I think if he was to do the two-trade two deal, that would be hilarious. That would be crazy yeah. to do that. We'll see what he's going to do. I, I, But at the end of the day, it's I trust what Ryan Poles is doing. I believe that he's doing the right thing. I believe – listen, I, he, he made a mistake. Has he missed on some things? Yeah. I think Nate Davis right now is a tough situation to be in. You also got him in one of the worst seasons you could have got him in with the situation he had off the field. Chase Claypool just bad. That's that's a bad trade, right? But you know what I love about Ryan Poles and, and how we're moving forward with him? Chase Claypool is – Literally one of the worst trades you could have made. You traded a second-round pick. That's a starter for a That's dude a that couldn't figure out how to run an offense. Now, it seems like the offense is stupid, so it kind of makes sense now. But you couldn't figure out how to run the offense. Was he right, though? I mean, was he, he, right? Right? I just said it. he was right, but he, he said it wrong. Right. The way he went about it was He wrong. went about he it the wrong right. way, but he was right. He was right. Him, but and, his, him and Fields, both, they both questioned Getz's the play calling and – like the coaching, like it, it was clearly yeah, this week three. Wait, he was wrong but about my, he was wrong my, about, but he was my wrong point, about how he went about. It. He wasn't a. He was wrong about how he went about it. But they did. The point oh, is that they, there's a lack Claypool? of respect for them. Is the point? So between Fields or Claypool, he's more of a head case. But the talent was there. You could DJ DJ Moore is DJ Moore is still saying the same stuff, but he's saying it the right way. He's just you. going, he's going, yeah, yeah more fine. Kind of There's just some things that we need to tweak, you know, like being explosive and throwing the football. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? DJ like, that, that's basically saying you're not yeah, using DJ the was calling people right out on that exit meeting. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. DJ Moore is kind of like, I, I'm your best receiver. You know it. You ain't got hey, DJ like, Moore is the DJ Moore is the nice dude to stick the knife between your ribs. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, mm-hmm. he, he, he's sly in the locker room. I like watching his press conferences. He'd be like, eh, listen, man, sometimes you love these guys and I love them, but, uh, you know, every hate every now and then. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, wait a Hold on, nah. but no it's 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 uh i think the thing is right for me with the claypool situation is most gms wouldn't have had the cojones to to go do that again brian Poles did it the next season montez sweat became available he realized sweat was probably not going to uh uh um Resign there, which means he was going to hit free agency. He was going to go down to Atlanta. He was going to sign in Atlanta. He literally said this. And mm-hmm. then Ryan Poles is like, I can't let this dude get to Atlanta because then they'll be dominant in the NFC with everything they got building up over there. I'm going to trade another second round pick to go get Montez Sweat in the building. And I'm going to convince him to sign here. And I'm going to sign him. Now, all of a sudden, right, you got Michael Lombardi. Oh, how, you could have just paid him to come here. And now, now for the money you gave him, shut that up. You're another terrible. idiot. Barkevious Mingo. That's that's what's on your resume, buddy. Barkevious Mingo, Michael Lombardi. Yeah. Remember that name. 
Hey, anybody checked on Barkevious Mingo? Don't worry about it. He's still a piece of garbage. Sorry, I'm off caffeine right now. I'm hyped. But at the end of the day, here's here's my thing. You got a GM that's willing to make tough decisions and realize I got egg on my face for one of these. Yeah. That don't mean I can't do it again. That don't mean I can't go out here and make the right decision. Not paying Roquan was a risk. He took it. Roquan still what? had a good season. It worked out. It, 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 was, a, it was a win. It worked out. TJ is one of the best tacklers in the out. league. Yeah, yeah. But he's also he's also going into his third year as a GM. Like he's, well, hopefully we're watching someone getting better at his job. You yeah. know, because he missed he missed on um the the nose tackle that went to Pittsburgh, uh, Ogan Joby. You oh, know, Larry. He, no, he, that was yeah. He's he didn't pass his physical a, right. That's not a. I'm just saying like. There's certain, but it, 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 he didn't pass his physical. Then again, he didn't sign him, but we didn't get anybody else. And we got Justin Jones, I think, from San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that the point is that I'm he's back getting better, which is good. Huh? I said drop him back in coverage. <laughs> Jeez, I got man. an idea. Hey, Joe. No. Got idea. I got an idea. What can we can I- do, see, we're going to take the 350-pound nose tackle, and we're going to run him off the back. You know, and chase down the, the tight end because he's got range. Hey, Muggs had me cracking up because they was talking about uh, uh, Yurko has said this. He said everybody's got that play in their playbook. Everybody runs that play. Yurko was talking about how he dropped back in coverage as well. And I asked Yurko on the pod, I said, Yurko, how many touchdowns somebody score on you? He said none. I said, well, well, Yurko, I hate to tell you this, but uh, he's got 14 points in two weeks on his head. <laughs> he's not dropping back in coverage no more. Yeah, I mean, like it's. It, I, I think one of the things for me, and, and to to kind of put a bow on all of this, is Ryan Poles is has. <laughs> when we talk about the Bears' options being endless, it's because of him. It's because yeah. of one dude. It's also because of an organization that's that's dog water down in in Carolina. But he realizes the organization is dog water. He goes and gets DJ Moore, and. Um. Uh, yeah, we also get that too. Yeah, by V Dog drop pointing out if Ryan Cunningham, Ian Cunningham leaves, we get two additional draft picks next That's, year. Next year, Not yes, this year. next year. And he's a he's uh, interviewing. I believe he interviewed today with the Washington Commanders. So it's going to be interesting mm. to see if he does leave. That would be an interesting situation to leave for. But the Commanders have new ownership, so it's not like he's going over there for Dan Schneider and all of that. But uh, yeah. all of the, all of the options, all of the the, the limits, the limitless p- possibilities the Chicago Bears have are because of Ryan Poles. So if you're excited to be here, if you're excited that we're in this position, if you feel like your team's moving in the right direction, <laughs> shut up and stay on the ride. <laughs> stay on the ride. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, bro. It's like it's like listen, we can sit here and we can nitpick what he's done and where he's missed, but like. In two years, we went from a three-win team to a seven-win team, and we feel like the coaching staff effed up two of them. Joe they feels like three. A lot. They well, they the first four games was. How do you go a whole off season, and you come out the first week of the of the season unprepared like you were? Then yeah. you have another seven. No, they were prepared. To they were prepared. prepared. They were prepared yeah, to play screenplay. I'm just like, my G. And then you got another joke. Six I mean, they, seventeen <laughs> weeks. Yeah. But you got another seventeen weeks, and you're still not pre- like no. Every time, every game that mattered. This is why I don't like mm-hmm. him. The games that mattered, we didn't we didn't win or show up for. 
Like, yeah. I don't care about beating bums. Like, I would love that that polls can see that. Like, he's a nice guy, but he does not have the temperament to put his foot on someone's neck and try to kill them. Like, we, we don't need, like, the, Mr. The nice sense. guy. I, I, I do want to ask this, though, because clearly we all agree, and I think the whole city agrees, that Iberflus and Getsy is a problem. I almost but, lied. But Iberflus did something that ultimately we, we have to give him credit for, which is the only reason he's still in the conversation. Our defense looks great. Uh, once outside of that last game, but if he goes, so does kind of that. I mean, not the system necessarily, but like who necessarily takes over that and continues that trajectory? Who who are you replacing? Because I will say, as a DC, I think Eberflus is up there. You got to give Eberflus is up there. I He's mean, that there. doesn't matter. I don't know why that I, I, narrative. I'll say is this: as a as a, a DC, let him go. My defense might take a step back. Well, as a DC, you feel better about uh, uh, um. As a DC, you feel better about Matt Eberflus being that position, right? But as a DC, in these last seven games, for some reason, we overlooked this. The defense lost two of the games. They play conservative. As a DC, the defense let you down in the Detroit game. As a DC, the defense let you down in the Denver game. Now, a defense that didn't have Montez Sweat at that point, very different. But there are still, had, there are still right. Like if you an incomplete defense at that, we don't I, have I, yeah, Jalen Johnson, hundred percent, hundred percent. But even I, I still look at all of those situations and say, if he was just the DC, we'd probably be calling for his head. But because he's the head coach of a situation that, if we're being honest, he put the team. <laughs> But like he's in we charge. were like, he bounced back and fought back and got back into it. And it's like, he bounced back from a situation that he put us in. He had the team unprepared the first three weeks of the season. He made the wrong decision in week four. He uh, went into a, 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 a loser's mentality in that Detroit game. He, like, there's, they, the, did the defense get better? 210%. But is it finished? No. He had his deep so then the, not the, ready the, to go versus the Green Bay Packers in a game that allows them to get in the playoffs. You have you have nothing to lose. All you have to do that. What are you? You could sit there and just throw the kitchen sink at this team, and you did nothing. You just sat there, pedestrian, playing, playing not to lose, playing scared. I like just, I, I just I think I think it's tough because this. What's the step back? Like this, if, if if the step back is like we we are pretty much still a seven win team, but our defense is a little bit worse Then I guess that's a step back. But I, I think that you're going to add to this defense. You're going to put pieces in place. Yeah. They might have to learn a, a different language for the system that they're going to be in. But I wouldn't think that you, you bring a new head coach in and you're just like, Hey, the, like, uh, but, but, but we're not, the, the thing is, this is a pivotal point of this team. That defense is not set. You yeah. can still go to a traditional four three, and then come out and get like a yeah. You play, you're playing a four. You're playing a four a forty two nickel. You're playing uh, um, a lot of soft so you, coverage. Lance Lance hates how much soft coverage we play. Yeah, he so you, you, yeah, you, I'm you with him. Tyreek, yeah. you can move Tyreek in like he can be all over the place, and you yeah. got Brisker like you got two dogs back there. Like that, this defense is not fully set. Like until they if they go, they can literally go two jumbos in the middle for the four three or they can go to this three technique and then keep this 
you know, uh, this cover two defense. Like, it's not all the way set. So it, this will be very interesting. I, even on the offense, the offense is not set yet. Yeah. Like, we don't have the running backs to run this zone blocking scheme. We only have one capable receiver and a good tight end. We still need the other linemen. And oh, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I thought you was. I thought you was finishing. I tried to no. jump in. Is that double dutch you was doing yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Hey, Mike, I just want to. Hey, Mike, I just want to. Wait, I thought he was great. Hey, That's man. exactly what the face was. He's like, ah. I cut him off. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. Because I, I, I thought he had paused. My fault. No, all my point oh. is that this team is not all the way there yet. So, to me, if you move from fields, then you're going to go ahead and change the offensive identity of what this team would be if you get a different coordinator or you bring in the same type of system regardless. But the, the, the team is, isn't set on both sides of the field just yet. Yep. So you have a, you have some pivot. You have some you still got some go. flexibility. There's still a yes, lot that you can do. A lot of wiggle room. A lot of wiggle room. A lot of wiggle room. I don't know. I, I find it. I find Eberflus situation a, a lot more interesting than Getsy. I think Getsy's definitely out of there. And that's the opportunity we have to kind of do something different there. But I look at Eberflus, though, dog. I'm like, that defense showed up for a good portion of that game. I'm going to be honest with you. The Green Bay, as much as Jordan Love game, throwing off the bat. The first the quarter, they played very well, and then they just switched it up. Yeah, but Green Bay still only scored 17, eight, what, 17 points? What was it, 17 or 19? Whatever it they was. It was yeah, but they still were picking apart the defense. Yeah, they, they, put, they, they, they were making it all day. Chains, though. They just weren't scoring. They right? put up 400 yards of, uh, of, of they offense They missed a couple of field goals, too. And, and, they, and they won the time of possession. Like, that's not good. No, it's not good. I would say this. But if the offense scores one touchdown like they like theirs did. 100%. Listen, it, it doesn't. But, I mean, they also was, had, like, nine points team, that they didn't put up. It was a team garbage game. But I'm yeah. not gonna give the defense praise for right, like oh, Jay Law, leave me like alone. yeah, like yeah, 17 points you should win the game, but <laughs> you gotta go win that game on making elite plays quickly. Yeah, I mean, like I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, I think we got a lot of options available to us. I think it's gonna be a very fun offseason for the Chicago Bears. I think this week is gonna be interesting. Somebody asked me, hey Pat, is no news good news or bad news? Uh, I think that that depends on what kind of news you're looking to get. So, uh, yeah, it's up in the air. That's probably not going to happen. But I would like it. I would love it. I would love to hear that the Bears did that. But it, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page if you guys have not done so. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again. Joined by the pettiest man alive. The Super Producer, Joel Holt, and Jordan J.C. Make sure you get in tune with Jordan over on the Chicago Bears Breeze. You get in tune with Kid over on the Chicago Bulls Breeze. Plenty of Bulls news going around here, boys. It's a hey. it's trades afoot, possibly. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. And uh, yes, tune sir. in with Joel uh, at the old folks' home for a nice cup of soup. Y'all stay safe <laughs> out there, Chicago. <laughs> Peace. Give me a hot toddy. <laughs> what? What? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.